Thanks for watching the Between the Rows podcast. On today's episode, we learn family secrets, are given wondrous gifts, resurrect old rivalries, and see classic Midwestern thunderstorm. All this and more on today's episode of Between the Rows. Hey everybody, uh, welcome to this week's episode of Between the Rows by the Paper Dungeon. Well. This is episode three, and to not waste everyone's time, let's just get right into it. <laughs> Welcome, restless trespasser, to a town of no rapport. A simple, lonely resting place far from distant shore. It's where people live their lives asleep, awake within the dreaming. But in silent, shattered memory, a shadowed force is scheming. For the dead await beneath the golden stalk and blackened crow. Yet mortal creatures never see what lies between the rows. This is what I'm here for. Um, uh, last week, uh, stuff went down. Um, specifically, uh, they fought a really scary thing. Everyone was in the in the factory. Um, lots of hands, not enough heads. Um, <laughs> Sawyer ended up in the void for a little bit. It was real bad. Everything's fine. Um, after eventually getting themselves out of that situation that they had previously gotten themselves into, um, they decided, hey, uh, Grant's, no, wait, not, not Grant's, Bailey's grandparents. Dang it, DJ. Um, You're doing great. I'm, I'm doing stellar. Uh, <laughs> Bailey's uh, grandparents have always told them stories of spooky situations and kind of just weird folk tales and stuff. And they all decided that they might know a little bit more about this than they do. So excluding um, good old Crowbar Jones and Bev Winchester, who uh, followed Crowbar as he left to go seek out an old bully, um, they are now residing at um, the Patterson residence. Uh, it was revealed that yes, indeed, uh, his grandparents do know more and uh, they are now currently in the shed. But I'm going to start with uh, Crowbar and Bev and, and see where they end up. So, uh, Crowbar, uh, or Eugene, as uh, your <laughs> parents call you, um, you are currently uh, driving your hot rod down the street going to find um, your old friend. It, it's, a, it's a classic built uh, Chevy Camaro. Yeah. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, you do notice, uh, without a, a doubt in your mind, that uh, Bev is following you on her bicycle, uh, surprisingly keeping up. <laughs> um. Okay. I'll like, I'll pull like slow down and pull over and kind of wait for her to catch up. <laughs> I'll I'll put my bike in the bed of the truck and just get inside. 
It's well, okay. We'll, we'll correction. We'll put it in the trunk of the car. Oh, right. I'm driving a Camaro. <laughs> right. Yes. Close enough. As, as she as she, as she opens the door and gets in. Uh, hi there. Hi. Where are you going? I was trying to pay an old friend a visit. That's what I thought. Did you really think I would let you do that alone? Just drive. All right. And I'll drive. <laughs> All right. Um, now, come to think of it, uh, you don't know where this guy lives. Okay. Um, specifically, uh, That's I fine. believe you're probably looking for Randall. Okay. Um, not a menacing name, but at one point in time, he was a he was a pretty big force on the football team. Um, Grant and Bailey would certainly uh, know of his location. Or, uh, Grant and Jared, Bailey might. Bailey knows a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, well, a lot of people know Bailey. Uh, mm -hmm. But you could um, you could try to ask around. I don't want to do that. <laughs> well, does he remember where they used to hang around? Uh, that is an excellent question. Um, most of the time that they were interacting with you was at the old factory. Yeah, I was going to um, say. Or they would catch you after school. Uh, they did used to hang out in the parking lot of the bar because they weren't actually allowed in because they're high schoolers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but they really liked to pretend that they could, so they would hang out at just in the parking lot next to next to the bowling alley. Uh, well, I guess I'll start there because that's the only place I could go. Yep. Um, right now it's summertime. Uh, you show up at the bowling alley. There's a few cars parked there. Um, it's not super busy, but uh, at the moment you don't see the car of Randall or any of his friends. That is unfortunate. <sighs> All right. I'll just... Did he even have a plan? Bev, you know what, me. What, you were just going to go? You were just going to talk to him, or what? Well, I, I was going to try and have a lovely conversation with him. Right, a of... conversation by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was going to have a conversation the only way I know how to. And if right. that didn't work out, then I would remind him as to why he doesn't mess with me. And why he doesn't mess with innocent children who can't defend themselves. Sure, sure. Now, supposing you can't find him, what then? I don't know. Go back to the others, I guess, as I start driving off. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, you do know actually, Although, where... actually, I will... If I can, on the way, stop by my shop. Oh yeah. Um, and and since I'm getting into more issues, I will go into my shop and pick up any tools that I might be missing, known or uh, or not known. <laughs> yeah, uh, you just have a toolbox. Yep. That you keep. It's very well organized. Very well maintained. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, you can easily just throw that in the back of your car. You never know. You never know. You also throw a couple of miscellaneous that you don't normally. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, 
who knows what you're gonna encounter. Right. A slightly bigger so crowbar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Forget. Did, did we say that our shops are next to each other? My dad. Uh, yours is actually a little bit out of town. All right. Um, uh, his is uh, associated more um, centrally. It's actually just on the main road. Mm-hmm. Um, it does lead towards your house, like you pass it on the way home, but uh, it's, it's a fair I, little bit. Yeah, I have my pistol and my shotgun. I'm probably fine. Yeah, uh, who knows what else you need? Right. Just I mean, bringing out sniper rifles. <laughs> <and eight hours. laughs> um, uh, and then do you head towards uh, uh, Patterson's? Yeah. After after I go back to my my shop and, and collect the rest of my tools, I'll yeah I'll go back to Bailey's. I assume I know where Bailey's is, right? Oh yes, uh, it is very easy to find because there is a single dirt road mm. that leads out of town, um, and then it eventually hits uh, just a T section, and one uh, the the right side of the road leads towards the Johnson acreage. The left side of the road leads to the Patterson acreage. Oh. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, when uh, I, I would say that the odds of me knowing Bailey's grandparents are fairly high. Oh right? yeah, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Your Probably. family has known his family longer than the city anyone else that you you've probably known each other since like preschool. Right. Right. Um. <clears throat> now, Bev, if if you don't mind my asking, why? Do you not have a car? Why do I need a car? Well, it's a very helpful uh, thing to have when you're trying to navigate and travel. My legs work just fine. I mean, yeah, but... Where do I gotta go? I gotta go to the shop, I gotta go to my house, or I gotta go to the... Or I gotta go to the gun show. I can get there just fine. But, Bev, don't you want to get out of here someday? I mean... The dogs, yeah, this time of day, yep, going yep, crazy. As, as we, we, pass, we pass by the kennel. Yeah, it's pretty laid out. There's dogs running. What Honestly, that's pretty accurate. It, it actually is. Very I don't mind. I don't right. mind it. Right. Get out. When leave? I mean, yeah, there's not much going on for this town. Where would I go? Anywhere, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Don't don't you like, I mean, maybe you could go join the military or something. Or, or you know, maybe, or like, maybe, I don't know, go to California or something. I hear that's a big place nowadays. I don't know. Nowadays in 2008. <laughs> I don't know what my parents are on downstairs. Can you hear them laughing? Yes. I, like I think it's excellent. The woman who is like in love with guns goes to California. Right. Oh, oh yeah. I get, yeah, that's, oh, no. yeah, here, yeah. Hey, um, hey Crowbar, Crowbar's not into politics, all right? Right. It's fine. It's fine. Right. Now, uh, I will point out a couple of interesting things about the way to... Um, Bailey's house. As I said, single dirt road um, off the highway leads down. Um, now, the name of this road uh, would be a little strange to most people. Uh, it is named Colt Road. Um, C-U-L-T. <laughs> uh, rumor has it that there was in, at 
some point in time a cult that did multiple different like get-togethers on this road there is a hut that is on the johnson property that it's just there it's just a shack pretty much um we don't, we don't go there very often yeah <sighs> it's it's not a big deal it's in the woods and not on farm ground so it's yeah, just there it's not something fun. to bother with um but yeah, it leads to the T section. Take a left, and you uh, easily make it to uh, Bailey's acreage. Uh, a nice little house on a hill, um, windmill blowing. Uh, the lights are on both in the barn and the main house. Okay, the barn and the main house. Yes. Okay. Bev, um, I'm going to be honest. I've been to Bailey's like three times. Um, oh, he said he was going to talk to his grandparents, right? Yeah. DM. They went to the barn, right? They did that, right? Uh, yes, they are yeah. currently yeah. in the barn. But would we yeah. know that? No. <laughs> well, would I would I know that his grandparents, like his granddad, works in there? I mean, it's not uncommon for the lights to be on. It's 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 a farm. Um, it could be his dad. Could be anything. I'll park. Uh, the you car. know that most likely, uh, just out of habit. Um, family-wise, his uh, grandmother will probably be in the house either cleaning or making dinner around this time of day. Um, his grandfather's probably watching some random sport game, recorded or otherwise. Um, his dad's probably in the field, and his mom's probably in the back garden. I'll I'll park the car and just be like, well, we could just go up and, and ask where they're at. Pat, I suppose we could just knock on the house. There's no problem with that. Uh... Yeah, easy enough. Uh, you head up, knock on the door. Uh, you hear some bustling from the inside. And sure enough, uh, Grant's uh, grandmother, Marge, opens the door. The smell of um, mashed potatoes, gravy, uh, pork roast. Now, Miss Johnson, um, just what are, vegetables. Miss Johnson, Pat what, Pat what are you, what Patterson. are you doing Patterson. here? Patterson. 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 <laughs> I was gonna make try to make a joke out of it, guys, but whatever. No, 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 no it's Patterson. Wrong name. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she opens the door and she says, "Oh well, hi there." Hi. Has Bailey been around? Yes. Has Bailey been around? Oh yeah. Oh 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 yes. Um. Uh, you uh, your friends are back in. Uh, they're back in the uh, in the barn. You can head on back. Uh, not, right. um, um Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, yes. uh, please. Oh, and feel free to stay for dinner. Right. We, we uh, probably will. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, bye. Bye now. Bye. Bye now. <laughs> Bev, Bev, are you all right? What just what just happened? What did I, what, did I miss something? No, no, you, it's you, it's fine. Your, your face is all red and stuff. Are you all right? It's hot outside. I, I, I agree. It is. It is. Although. Did you find it very peculiar that we left and it became evening? No, no, no. I said day. Totally wrong. Totally, totally wrong. wrong. It's around five or six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, regardless. Uh, to, to the barn. To the barn. The rest of you are currently standing in um, a good old... Richard Patterson's, a.k.a. Dick Patterson's workshop in the back of the barn. Um, covered in dust, uh, 
not used recently, but you can tell that in the past it was very well used. Um, and he had just finished saying, um, welcome to the Homestead Society. And uh, at this point in time, the door opens into the mm. barn. Oh. Uh, and uh, heart attack. Eugene and Bev, you are currently looking at them all very kind of spooked and surprised. Uh-huh, look who decided to show it, up. <laughs> uh, hi, guys. Well, what's with the look on your faces? Is, is, is that shocking? Society. To s- what? What? Homestead Society. <laughs> all right. Every time. What, what about the Homestead Society? What's, well, the, ho- what's the Homestead Society? Right. Welcome. That's a great question. Right? It's welcome. Welcome really? to the... Oh, uh, yes, yes. These are, uh, these are the other two. Uh, what? yeah. Do you guys, are, are you guys two. signing us up for a cult right now? What is happening? <laughs> oh my god, is this a cult? Guys, I know that the rumors of this property run far, but really, you don't, that's kind of disrespectful. Um, I mean, my it makes so much sense, cult. though. You're on Cult Road, the witches from the hut back there. Oh my god, it makes so much sense. This is a cult. We're Pop, part of a cult. Them. I mean, they're and then she's gonna Sawyer. go over and she's she's aggressively like Bro. tap on <laughs> Eugene's shoulder. We're in a cult. Hey, hey, Sawyer. Sawyer, easy there. Wait, Pa, did you just say they weren't wrong? Well, I mean, <laughs> it's they're not wrong. I I don't understand. <laughs> cult is a strong word. It's more it's like a, a, society a society or a club, right? It's like, a, it, it is a society. Right. I'll fill y'all in. Uh, yeah. What exactly does the Homestead Society mean? Hold your horses. I'm getting to it. Mm-hmm. Bailey, uh, yes, grab uh, me that yes, book sir. below the, de- the the work table. Uh, yes, sir. Okay, so you know how when, like, especially like a grandparent asks you to get something and they say a vague place and you can't find it and you panic because you don't want them to get upset at you. <laughs> Can I, I roll you? an investigation check? Yes. To see if I see the book. Uh, yes, use, or perception. Whatever one is better. Oh, shoot. Use I, can I help him in any way? Do I see him struggling? You can certainly see him look towards the table, clearly not knowing what book is in question. <laughs> You know that face. That face. I know that face. I will allow you to. Can I come over and help him? DM. Oh yeah, that's much, much better. That's a twenty-one with Beth's help. Um, out of curiosity, uh, I'm just going to just because this looks like a normal barn. Um, I'm gonna cast Eldritch Sight, so I cast Detect Magic at will. Um, yeah. Uh, the barn itself not magical okay um all around uh the workshop scattered throughout the the barn there are um items uh what you originally thought were just dust covered kind of rusted like tools and equipment like things that probably haven't been moved for over like 70 to 100 years <laughs> like um uh do glow with the magical aura um, it is a surprising number. Mm. Okay. Uh, Bailey, you go down there. You're like, book, 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 book. What? Where's <laughs> the book? Where's and the then book? Bev just kind of leans down and points. And there is a probably about this thick of a book 
just sitting uh, on like a little wooden platform, like underneath the work table. Um, it is huge, ancient, ancient book. It blended in with the the ground and the wall behind it, covered in dust. Out of all of the things in this barn that haven't been touched in a long time, this is probably one of the most dust covered. Perfect. Um, uh, Bailey bends down and grabs the book and almost like solemnly a little bit or like a little sad and a little bit like quieter just says, thanks, Biff. And then he walks back over to his grandfather and says, I got you the book that you uh, told me to grab for you. Yep. Uh uh, Richard has moved and sat kind of on a little like crafting uh, bench that he has um, and he takes the book from you and says all right well suppose I, uh, I should get started uh, man how was it told to me well so I should start off by a guess saying magic is real. Nah, that's bad. Um, it's not magic per se. It's not not magic, but it isn't magic. It's it's religion. I don't know. Basically, when people believe in something enough. Sometimes it's not wrong. If enough people are believing in it, then it can happen. And it's been less and less that way, but that's where all the myths, the legends, the mythology, all of it comes from real things. Now, some of it is a little bit diluted or a little bit over-exaggerated, but at its core, it was real. But when science and technology and people started moving around and learning more, they stopped practicing a lot of their old practices, I suppose. Uh, happened a lot um, when America, well, when America started up. Um, big old melting pot, um, but people were kind of busy, like revolution and doing all that stuff. Um, but, and around 1862, uh, President Lincoln, he flips open the book, turns to a page. You're referencing the Homestead Act, right? That's how our family got out here? Yeah, that's the one. I'm good on you for remembering your history. Well, of Always course, right it's our family. where you come from. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Homestead Act, 1862. Basically said, moved to the Midwest, Nebraska, around these parts, and you can get a whole bunch of land for basically free. It's where the Pattersons started out. Uh, I believe the Winchesters came a little while after, but um, but that was an opportunity for a lot of folks. Uh, let them go back to their old ways rather than living in the big city or trying to make a living out there. They could go back to doing what they used to do, the old rituals and traditions that they always had. But along with that, brought a lot of bad. Um, and a, a lot of people, we're good folks out here. We don't like to cause trouble for too many people. So 
we decided to make a group. I say we, but this was years before I was born. They called it the Homestead Society because the amount of people coming out here to, well, make a homestead. And uh, that's what we did. And they started making roads and trails. And you ever wonder why there are some roads that just end? Well, I, yeah. I suppose. Well, thanks for participating in the conversation. Uh, I just assumed that they ran out of funding, you know, like No, not the new paved ones I mean the old ones, the ones made of dirt and gravel. The reason is these roads stretch all across the United States Nebraska, Iowa any Midwest state you can find them Um, they actually form a kind of barrier Uh, Nebraska is a pass-through state all the flow of everything goes through here people, creatures, magic, or whatever you'd like to call it, belief, religion, they all end up in Nebraska. And what these roads do is they trap them, leave it here kind of like a drain. It caused a lot of problems though, so it also split into kind of a second, I don't like to say dimension, because that isn't quite what it is. some German fella came up with a real good name for it, but it was long and also in German, so we just call it the in-between. Uh, that's so, where I guess you encountered uh, uh, that pa, thing today. Pa, so, so the Homestead Society, it was, it was put together way long back. Our family's been a part of it for a long time. It's just, so it's just a group that continues to believe in and practice superstitions and you know things to help out the crops and stuff but i mean is is that what you're getting on our job is to make sure that our traditions don't interfere with those that don't practice them i just i I lean over to jerry real quick i just go it's a cold yeah meanwhile i i was i I lean down to sawyer and say yeah i think you're right it is a cold Um. Yeah, Mr. Patterson. Oh yes. The uh, the in between. Is it like? Is it similar to our world? Like, is it like a mirror of our world, or or is it different? Close to a mirror, I would suppose. It's it's. That's why I didn't want to say it was another dimension, because it's the same place. It's just viewing it from the other side. It's so so. It's, it's like it's like when you go to one of those carnivals and you, they have those weird like bant like reflection things that make you look fat or skinny. You mean mirrors? That's pretty much just like it. <laughs> Eugene, you mean? Well, they're not always. But they're not made of glass though. They're just reflective <laughs> like, material. They're like, I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's still. Well, if you do think about it, something's reflecting you. It's still a mirror. Well, but a spoon isn't a mirror. It doesn't have to be glass. All right. Well, you I say mean, it's called the in between. Hold on now, Bev. Hold on now, Bev. Okay, so. I'm sorry. Is most is mostly like the reflective material isn't glass. It's like some kind of mineral or like maybe or maybe metallic and then it's glass. Are cult right now? If you, like, stick, if you stick a bunch of spoons to a wall, <laughs> does, that make a mirror? does that make a mirror? 
Um, currently, oh, currently, so Mr. Patterson is just sighing to himself. Guys, on the we are officially still teenagers. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> this is, uh, Bailey, you about done? Uh, yeah, sorry. I sure so hope can... so. <laughs> now, so you're sorry to, to, to Bevelyn now. He interrupted her. He glances over and, and looks down and says, I'm sorry, Miss Biff. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> now, my question was, it's called the in-between. Why? It's in-between what? Is there a reason why it's called that way? Well, uh, this German fella, laugh at me, I can't remember his name. Um, he came up, as I said, came up with a real good name for it. But he theorized that hell did exist, and this wasn't quite hell, but it wasn't quite this world. It was just somewhere in between. I see. So that's what we call it. It's easier. Like, I think there was like a Z in it. I don't remember. Haven't used the actual name for it in generations. I'm gonna start asking my patron see if he like (laughs) voice. I'm not like outwardly but just like in my head i'm just gonna like in abyssal start mumbling like is there any way that you know what that z word is i don't know like you know like maybe <laughs> like is it like a ze maybe if i jog your memory you know i know it might have been a yeah, while like there was a gh maybe i don't know <laughs> um uh, M- mr patterson how many are left of you folk well it gets less and less every year. We actually tried to lessen the amount of us that knew of it. Um, with, uh, he looks at Bailey, with uh, with your dad's generation. Uh, we figured the in-between is a strange place because it's not only a place, it's almost alive. The more you know of it, the more it knows of you. That's why I asked whether or not you wanted to actually learn about it. Because now that you know about it, it's going to start taking notice. So we figured if the less people knew about it existed, then the less trouble it would cause. And we thought we were right because there was a pretty good span of time when nothing too bad went wrong. But I guess we were misled in our thinking. So are you saying that dad does not know about this? He probably has some guesses, but I've never told him the things that I'm telling you now. It, it makes me a little uncomfortable knowing that I know something that he doesn't, especially since it's so important to the family. Well, he'll get over it. So will you. Anyway. Mr. Patterson, do yeah. go to the in-between? No. No, no, no. Nope. Okay. No. Okay. All right. Shouldn't so... go there. So real um, dangerous. Why do you think there's been a spike in stuff that's been happening? Recently? Couldn't tell you. Most of the time in the past when there's been a spike in occurrences of things either escaping the in-between or causing problems through it, uh, it's been at the start of something real bad. Um, back when I was young, it was the start of... Uh, well, it was right before the Cold War. It lasted all the way through. So earlier, you uh, 
said something a little weird. You know, this entire conversation's kind of weird. And the whole cult thing is a little weird. But more specifically, you said something that kind of was a little weird. Um, you said that the homestead society's whole like job was to make sure that people that didn't practice it didn't get bothered by the people or whatever that do practice it all i'm guessing is are you telling me that because of association we are now monster hunters ha i i mean i wouldn't have named it that but I suppose if a monster does come along and you happen to kill it, then yes. And I quite like the sound of that, actually. How, how often do people who don't know get affected? Well, everyone in some ways gets affected by the in-between. You know that feeling of someone watching you when you're in an empty room or when you hear footsteps mm-hmm. in an otherwise empty house? Sometimes you see shadows in places that there shouldn't be. Um, so walkways that lead between buildings that either don't end or turn out in a different way. Roads that turn from paved to gravel to paved. Those, we call it slippage, when the in-between leaks a little bit into the world. Uh, the thing that you should know is that even though you may not see it, the in-between sees you. Right. So, Pa, all, all the knots and things, like sprinkling salt outside, and when you sometimes light torches around the property certain parts of the year, that that kind of stuff, that's to keep the in-between away? Well, our situation is a little bit special. It's, we're less keeping it away more than keeping it contained. Okay, like... Uh, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time following. Forgive me. Um, no, it's, uh, it's so, not your fault. I haven't really explained it too well to you. So, but we're, we're, my, we're basically monster hunters. If you choose to seek him out, then yeah. But I wouldn't if I were you. So, well, what do we do about it oh, then? Just, yeah, so what should we be doing with this then? Like, what, like now that we know about it, what, what's our next step? What's the next thing? Survive. So, let me get this straight. This association waits for the monsters to come to them? Well, going into the in-between isn't a wise idea. And as long as they stay there, there isn't a whole lot of problem. When's the last time anyone ever tried going there? 1904. What happened in 1904? Hmm. What happened in 1904? Oh, well, fella tried to go into the in-between. I don't know if he had succeeded, but we never found him again. How, how, where did he go? Is there a place? Is Probably how, to the in-between. Yeah, but like, how did he get there? Yeah, that's what I mean. Thank you, Sawyer. Well, He looks what? at you and ponders whether or not he should say something then he doesn't when when we fought the headless arm thing yep um, yeah that was terrifying yeah you're telling me but i went up and i (laughs) i I looked in the through the window 
and it was like looking out over the town, but it was um, it was different. It was like it was the same place, but there was like subtle things that were different about it. Uh, the, the sun wasn't. The sky was in like a perpetual sunset, if I remember correctly, or there were like certain buildings that were missing and certain things that were there that don't normally, I can't remember all the details. I didn't get a good chance to like look at the whole thing, but it was, I mean, it seemed like what we're describing is a mirror realm, but things were different. Now, Grant, you, you failed to tell us that back at the factory. You better not make, be making this up now. I don't think he'd make up something like that. <laughs> hey, well, I don't know. It is Grant. DJ, or I totally thought you were going to be like, well, I don't know, man. You can roll an inside check on me. <laughs> oh. But like in character. Yeah. That being said, um, inside check. Go for it. I'll, I'll help what you Jared got, since bud? I probed. I, I mean, That's yeah. possible. I'm joking. Jared, Jared, Jared knows. Jared just kind of believes him. That's a 17 on die. That's a 17? Oh, yeah. I ain't telling no lies. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you guys do remember that there were some slim lines of what looked like um, an orange sky. Kind of like afternoon light. Yeah. Um, as you're kind of explaining what you saw, you do see uh, Richard Richard's face kind of grow dark. Um, he goes... Uh, Tell, tell me a little more. A little more. How did? Wh where did you end up finding this thing? What? 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 What happened? Where did you go? What did we, you see? We went to the factory, trying to find. Oh, excuse me. Trying to find Timothy. Um, Timothy. Because, Timothy Larson. Yeah. Timothy. Uh, he went Larson missing. Boy. Yeah. Mm. Um, so we went to the factory to try and find him, and um, in doing so, we were just kind of like looking around, and there was this uh, cloud of fog. Um, and we kind of we were curious, and so we explored it. Um, and in doing so, we found this thing. Um, it was large and had like the torso of a man, except it had a neck but no head. It was just a hole that like went in. Um, and then there were like several sets of arms that it had. Um, Sawyer got slurped, basically. Ah, oh, Grant. Yeah. I mean, so, he, he's not That's wrong. one way to say it, I mean. Um, but thankfully, due to some newfound abilities that a lot of us have, uh, we were able to kill it, I guess. Um, and then up in one of the upper windows um, is where that in-between, where the entrance to the in-between, I guess, was probably... I think about that's probably where that thing came out of, right? That's going to be like where it came from mm. well we're gonna hope that this was some kind of isolated incident because that would mean that there's it's not just slippage that would mean that there's some kind of tear but a tear should we go yeah investigate it some more well it isn't the first time that this has happened that Tears normally fix themselves up pretty quick, but... How quick is pretty quick? Well, as long as there isn't anything keeping it open, maybe a day. How do we know if something's keeping it open? Uh, if Wait, someone was still in there. In, in the in-between? Yeah. 
Well, I reckon it's good that we got Timothy back from that strange, that strange fog. Now, right. I wonder if Perhaps one of he those was... boys was got sucked in. Hmm. They were all over there, weren't they? Yeah. And as far as I know, Crowbar and I couldn't find him actually. That is a good point. The cars were gone. Grant, Grant did point that out. Yeah, I guess. I mean. Now, granted, if I remember these guys correctly, I don't think that they're, they're the particularly loyal type. Yeah, I was going. I was actually just about to say that, Grant. I, I doubt all of them got sucked in, but I'm sure if one of them did, not, none of them were going in after him. Right. Okay. Right. Well, well, a good way to figure this out would just be to go back tomorrow, and if it's still there, then we know that there's an issue. All right. Right. That like that makes sense mm. in my head, right? I'll see why not. Oh, that yeah. does remind me. I should probably explain what exactly is going on with y'all. Uh, that so would be nice. That, that'd be really great. You've all been experiencing some kind of strange situations and changes in your body. Yeah, that like this. You didn't expect. <laughs> and Jared points out his finger and Eldritch blasts a hole into the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, Jared. Come on now. Watch this the work families. All right. This now, is, this is flammable. This is heritage. That's, yeah, that's going to take, I, a, that's, as, that's like a, a day and a half worth of repairs right there. As, as, far, as far as I know, um, it's not a fire. I honestly don't know what it is. It's like yeah, a, well, yeah. It's when like did a, you learn how like to do that? Force. Like it's Eldritch when, energy. Can't when, you know? yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like I harness the in between itself it's and condense like, it into my fingertips. Guys, guys right. it's, it's like what was that new sci-fi show that just came out with some movies? Like that Shut has up. those lasers. Um, let me do some research. When did Star Wars come out? Well, the, pre- the prequels. It was just like a the, dirt the, floor. The prequels. The prequels came out Arn. at like 2000, uh, 1999 through two thousand two. Wait, Aaron, so the is original this just... series came back all the way back in 1970 something rather. God, what a nerd! You Stranger Things. Aaron, theme. Aaron, <laughs> yeah. Is the barn just dirt floor? Uh, there's a lot of it that's dirt floor. There is some more recent, like concrete, that's been laid in specific locations, but a lot of okay, it is dirt. Yeah. Cool. What's Eugene standing on? Uh, what do you sorry. want him to be standing on? Sorry, sorry, it's dirt. Pro, it's pro. He's standing on dirt. <laughs> Mulder <laughs> digging a hole under his <laughs> Sawyer, why? Because I can. I'll go over and I'll offer my hand to Crowbar. I'll I'll take Grant's hand. And I go. Jared started out of the hole. I go and yeah, they're all. I mean, the only one that hasn't really changed all much is Bev. Bev's just as good of a shot as she always is. Damn right. I don't, I don't know, man. Like, and no Crowbar, I don't know. I don't know Crowbar. I haven't seen you swing. Throwing a crowbar quite like that. Hold on now, I want to hear what Grant has to say. I was, I was, I didn't mean any offense. I just, you know, you were good, but like some of the shots that you pulled off in there, I was pretty impressed. Yeah, I mean, it's not wrong. You, you did like whip out your your rifle really fast there. Shotgun, but yeah. I'm close, close enough. Crowbar. No, I, My bad. I, guys, I know that this stuff is kind of fun, but. Uh, it, 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 on the off chance that it's dangerous, I don't know if we should go coaxing it or trying to do more. Bailey, think about under Bailey. Uh, Sawyer, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> See, what if you just made 
a, an endless pit or something without even knowing. And then I I'd held be gone. Bailey out. Now listen, <laughs> no, Bailey, I, I you know Sawyer would never do that to you. Not on uh, purpose. That's what I'm saying. What if what if Jared just made our tractor blow up, our family tractor or something, on accident? And then now we'd be out of tractor and somebody could get hurt. That's all I'm saying. Well, somebody could get hurt if we don't intervene. Someone else that doesn't have powers like us. Or abilities, I should say. Let's hope not. But oh. if we have these and we find them, then don't you feel some kind of responsibility to help those that don't? Only if something happens. Well, something did happen to Timmy Larson. And he's probably not the first kid that it's going to happen to. I think nope. it's kind of, I think something to consider would be like what Coach Jones usually tells us. Um, like, it's one thing to just be like strong and like tackle somebody, but the goal isn't to hurt them. The goal is to just get them on the ground. Like, so there's certain ways that you have to do it to make sure that you don't hurt them, but still accomplishing the goal. Uh, I, I so think you that's could also bad. hurt them, though. I mean, there's something to be said for that. No, I think Grant did have a good, well put together thought there, uh, Coach Jones. I think that was uh, the wise of them to say. Pa, what do you think? Should we be messing with this stuff, or maybe just put it behind us? Well, we all are part of the Homestead Society now, and our goal is to not let the in between interfere with regular people's lives. So. As long as you have control over it and you're only using it towards people that know, that's fine. But there will be consequences to be had if you start messing around with those that don't. If there is a tear, though, won't there be consequences for not intervening? Oh, if there's a tear, then y'all are going in. Yeah, in between, Well, I say going in as a turn of phrase. Okay. You shouldn't actually enter, but you should close it. Uh, how do we close it? I don't know. I've never done it. I mean, you got that book, but you were saying a lot of stuff from memory. Is there anything mm -hmm. actually in it? I mean, uh, are you going to open it? Uh, no, this is just a ledger of names for the most part. Mm -hmm. uh, I should finish explaining my thought regarding your abilities and and what have you real quick because i don't want to yeah. i don't want to gloss over this you said that's a ledger of names and when you opened it up you mentioned something about abe lincoln are you trying to tell me that abe lincoln wait was abe lincoln had power it was was he like a vampire hunter or something oh no oh no that would make a great movie <laughs> um, <laughs> no it was complete coincidence it, it just happened to be that he sent he made the act Okay. And a bunch of people followed it. Okay. Well, I suppose it's not impossible sure. that he had some kind of special abilities. You know who I bet was a part of the Home Society? Roosevelt. Roosevelt would have been a part of the Home Society. Oh, yeah. For Teddy sure. Roosevelt. Oh, I reckon Teddy so. Roosevelt was an incredible man. Yeah. I, 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 yes. You know what? I bet Abigail Adams was part of it, too. Guaranteed. So about our... I'm sure if I searched enough? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, well, I don't know necessarily where each of y'all's abilities stem from other than Bailey's and maybe Bevelin's. Um, <laughs> uh, Bailey, uh, ours is kind of a family thing and it... Uh, it deals more with why we put, you know, the puppets and around the property and the stakes in the ground and salt in the fields. And... It's not just for the animals? No, well, no. Well, I'm assuming not. 
based uh, on the context. Yeah. And uh and the Winchester family has been gifted with both smithing and rifle making for years. And they've been a part of it obviously as I said, they were one of the first families that came over. Um I think yours is a bit of a special case even for your family, but well, if I knew your grandfather as well as I did, then which I'm sure you did. You best believe I did. Uh, so he kind of like shakes his head. <laughs> with my with my family, what our abilities just stem from making guns and being good at shooting them? Well, no, your grandfather was a smith. Smiths are real important jobs. Uh, we haven't had a good smith around these parts for years. Uh, he tried to teach your dad, but he never had the gift. Wish he'd been able to teach me. Yeah. So you're saying that Bev has no (laughs) talent whatsoever and it's all a part of her powers. What? Uh, Nothing. I didn't say anything. Oh, no. No, the Winchester family is... Obviously, they are eventually gifted with incredible ability and can do many things that most people couldn't, even with a normal weapon. But even a rifle made by the Winchesters. Uh, you ever heard of Annie Oakley? Yada. Right. Well, sure. she used a Winchester rifle for a good number of years. And, well, if you don't know about her, look her up. Hell of a shot. Oh my gosh. I feel like such an idiot. <laughs> Part I of just uh, now made the connection yeah, to the Winchester yeah. name to the actual gun company. Mm hmm. Yeah, oh, good job. good job. Wait, was that in character? No. Okay. No, okay. That was DJ. Oh, no, that was DJ being DJ. Yes, good job, DJ. Uh, good job, DJ. Uh, now, okay, that makes sense. Like, the the Winchesters, they have the trade of smithing and, and making weapons. Sure, they're good with their hands and right. mechanics. Now, our, our family's good at farming. We carry that trade. Uh, Jared's family maybe is good at poetry or something I, just, I don't know that's just me. but just, just what what i'm getting at is that that doesn't seem too far off to think that a family might carry a trade they're good at like uh, well it's more than the trade the winchesters i'm not the one to explain how your family works that would be up to right. well your father if he knew more but it's most of the information has probably been lost uh Bailey, our family, it's more than farming. It's specifically regarding our property here. And this stuff, like, carries on outside all your corn and weird weather? What carries on? The whole, like, family thing. Like, I'm not from here. Well, that's the other part of it. It isn't always inherited. As I said, there's uh, what we call slippage. And if too much slippage gets out in a specific area, it can change the place. And if you happen to be in that area for a long time, or if you come from it, then it can change you. I remember... uh, Cool. One of the worst cases this happened was... uh, 1871 uh, 
big area slippage all across the Midwest. Uh, fires all over the place. The Dust Bowl. The Dust Bowl was another one of them. Oh, what are you so, referring to then? I oh, suppose my history no, is the Midwestern good fires. Right the most notable being the Chicago oh, Fire of 1871. Yeah. I the Chicago remember. Fire. It said it was Mrs. O'Leary's cow that knocked over. That was an absolute lie. So, hmm. you, you're saying that there are certain events that can go on that give people these abilities? Sometimes. I just kind of like to look back at my truck just stay there quietly okay so we we never told you this i don't think maybe we did forgive me if we already said this uh we had we all had the same dream we were us but or at least we perceived one another as each other and we all were dressed in old clothes like old armor and we had old weapons, and we, we were fighting something. Uh, do you think maybe we're all connected somehow? Maybe, maybe there's something I don't know. Trying to make something happen. Boy, I'm not a prophet. The in between does what it does. I just farm it. So, so. Do you have like a list of things that can come from the in between? Is it like a set bestiary? A god, you mean? Like a god? Well, all honesty, when I was fighting back during the Cold War, we never actually saw what we were fighting. It was a real tricky business fighting invisible things. But uh, they never so what fully is it? exited the in between. What does it mean? If we saw what we were fighting, we saw right there. That's what I'm afraid of. Now, Pa, speaking of invisible things, why <laughs> this, uh, I- I'm just asking out of curiosity. Um, wh- why don't, why don't you let me out when, um, like past sunset or, or during sunset? Is-, is there a reason for that? Sunset's uh, a dangerous time. I'm, yeah. I mean, I knew we got our superstitions, but. Is there, is there something I need to know super, about? Superstitions, boy. Grant even told you in between's in constant sundown. There's a reason for that. It's in between night and day. The more mm. things that are almost there, the more likely it is that the in between will happen. And for us, our that field in specific. It's a real bad time to be there. Now, you keep talking about how our property is is special or something. How how do you know that? I mean, why? why? Well, what did our family do? He looks at you, Sawyer, and he goes, well, you're not wrong. (laughs) How have you not told father about this? My dad deserves to know. He isn't as curious as you are. But what if he's caught out there with the monster, Pa? Well, apparently he's also better at following rules than you are. Yes, sir. So, uh, let me just get this straight. Sundown is like a no good time around here. Most of the time it isn't, uh, it isn't that big of a deal. As long as you aren't caught in the field between around, let's say it's spring, summerish right now, eight to nine, Give or take. 
What time is it now? Oh, well, I don't have a clock in here anymore. I checked my phone. That sounds about right. He looks, he goes, he's, he, he goes, well, seven o'clock? Well, she'll have dinner ready. Well, you know, we gotta finish up here. Uh, anyway, welcome to the Homestead Society and all that. Oh, wow. Uh, when you enter, normally I'd give you a gift, but I wasn't expecting it. So, uh, if you see anything in the shed that you like, go right ahead. Well, one of them there's, will. Don't there's clean not, out. There's not much in here, Pa. I cast Eldritch Sight one more time, and I go, actually, <laughs> there's a lot in here. I'm whatever has been talking to me for the past uh, past while is pointing them out to me. And I'm going to walk up to one of the items. I'm going to lean uh, next to Eugene. The voice is in his head. <laughs> um, Jared, Jared, wait, which one should I get? I'm just going to run <laughs> over with him. Uh, uh, so, okay, so you. Jared kind of points some items out to everyone. Uh, Sawyer, none of them super catch your eye as interesting to you, except for like, I don't know. There's not a whole lot in here. It's just a bunch of farm tools, really. Um, uh, Jared, you point out there is a an old tool, tool belt sitting on the bench that appears to be uh, enchanted that Eugene is all over, like this thing. <laughs> Like, you know, a good belt, like a good tool belt when you see one. This is like, this is the, this is the type of tool belt you can't find anymore. Like six pockets, deep, <laughs> pop, like real deep pockets, belt loops, clips. Like you could fit so much in this belt. Yeah. Even if it was just a normal belt, it would be worth it. Yeah. Um, uh, Bailey, uh, the thing that actually kind of catches your eye, uh, Jared almost doesn't even notice, um, even though it is uh, kind of magical to you, Jared. It's sitting just in a little corner of the barn behind like some leftover hay that's been piled up, ready to be thrown out. Um, there is an old grass scythe. Um, and Bailey, you actually remember this. Uh, a couple years back, your mower broke down and your dad spent hours trying to find this thing to cut the grass before he eventually found it. Um, things sharp. Oh, like I remember. He, he here, made me oof. He made me mow about half the property with that mm -hmm. thing. It was not fun, but wasn't it wasn't fun. The job. It worked. It was, it was a sharp scythe. Um, and Jared, you do notice that it is magical. Mm. Um, Grant, uh, you actually, just before Jared points them out, you do see that there is a real sleek pair of leather gloves, like leather work gloves that are like surprisingly well-maintained and like worn in and just soft. They almost feel like like catcher's gloves, like like as a wide receiver. Um, and so you grab those. And Jared, the only thing that really catches your eye here is um, an old canvas jacket, um, dark, brooding totally your vibe <laughs> um and uh that that is what you find but uh sawyer and bev uh you don't nothing super catches your eye in here like there's a couple of things around but nothing incredible um eventually you do uh hear a voice not a call at the door though um it is uh, uh bailey your dad shows up and he goes uh 
Oh, hey, kids. Um, dinner's ready. And Bev Winchester. That's right. I, I should have known. Uh, your dad's waiting for you oh. down at the house. Oh, all right. Y- you been there today? Uh, uh, to, no, like our house. Like he's oh. in the driveway. Oh, all right. Uh, thank you very much. Um, uh, he said it would just be real quick. He didn't want to interrupt you and your friends, but yeah, oh. yeah. He's he uh, asked for me to come get you. Um, all right. Well, it's good, thank good you seeing very- you. Yes, it's thank been, you very much, Mister Patterson. Um. Oh shoot. Oh. Uh. Is anyone here real good with plants? Well, I mean, I mean, well, Sawyer, I mean, she's really good, honestly. Like, I've never seen someone great in a garden like her. That's right. Now, that, that, I can help you out if you need it. You know uh, I've been helping you out since baby, forever. you know your mother doesn't let you in the garden anymore. Um, <laughs> Listen, that was like one time four years ago. One time is more than enough for Kathy. <laughs> um, uh, Sawyer, is is that what I, I hate to be? It's so rude of me, but she could really use some help bringing in some some extra food for dinner, um, just some like garnishes and stuff. Uh, it's just down by the house. I she really doesn't like if people don't if like they end up pulling something or stepping on something that they shouldn't. The garden is kind of her like domain. <laughs> So, but I would really I appreciate it. I I don't know the difference between a sunflower and a marigold. I there's a really big difference actually. Um Is there they're both flowers, that's all I got. You yeah, really I'd sound say, like you're gonna get along. she's gonna skip over. Mr. Patterson, <laughs> it, would you say that it is like her it's like her her favorite terrain to be in? I mean I wouldn't Are use you... that turn of phrase, but I suppose that would be in general, what I would have said, yes. Drew, are you trying to make my mother a ranger? <laughs> What's wrong with being a ranger, Grant? <laughs> it's, it's just, it's funny. Yeah, it caught me off guard. Grant, like, why? Grant's out here like, we are mean? a proud family of paladins. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, uh, Ma is waiting down at the house. Uh, she's getting the table all set and, and all that. Right, right. Uh, well, I'll meet you guys up there then. I'll, I'll go see my dad. Well, come on, gang. Let's go get some grub. Woo! I go. I Yee-hee. go find. Gosh. <laughs> dad, you're so I go find my dad. Um. Yeah. Oh. Sure enough. Uh, Bev, your your dad is leaning up against um his his blue truck. Uh. I your dad's a nice, a, a good looking guy. You know, good dude. Yeah. Was tall. Yeah, you know, all around stellar. Doesn't actually bear a whole lot of resemblance to you. Interesting. Um, hair's a little darker, <laughs> but like, there's Oops. some. You have the same nose, mm. um, same jawline. <laughs> little did you know, he married into the Winchester name and took the Winchester name. Right. <laughs> right. Um. Very yeah. Uh, he sees yes. you and he he uh, waves. Um, and he goes, uh, Bev? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bevelyn, uh, is it 
I'm I'm sorry. I know it, that, you hate right. it. I, I know. I, mm. I, I'm sorry. Mm, um, right. is it true that you that you well you learned some stuff today? Are you are you in the know? Are you in the know? Yeah. Well. Hell yeah, I'm in the know. Like, what do you know? <laughs> he, he is happier than you have ever seen your dad. He says, I have been waiting for this day for All right. years. Wait, I thought, well, <laughs> Bailey's grandpa, they said that, that your generation didn't know much. What do you know? Well, Bailey's grandpa and your grandpa didn't get along too well. Right, I, I could tell as much. And he didn't quite agree with not telling the next generation. Uh, so he tried to teach me, but I, I'm real good at making normal things. I playfully tap him on the shoulder. I say, you kept this from me? Well, Dad. I, it's, it ain't right unless, <laughs> look, if, if they were right in the next generation, like it just kind of canceled things out then I didn't want to cause trouble for nobody. Right, right. And, and after after your mom left, it's, I was just trying to raise you right, okay? Right, mm-hmm. But I'm really sorry. But it's I, all right, I'm not upset with you. I just wish you told me earlier, this is cool stuff. It is real cool, I'm just, did you already take a gift? It's it's. No, I, I didn't. I didn't really see anything that I liked. Oh, thank goodness! I'm glad that the that Patterson fella didn't give you something because. Why do you have is... something for me? Yes. What did you do? I made. There is one singular moment. There are three moments in my life where I have been the proudest man I've ever been. All right. First time when I married your mother. Right. Second time, when you were born. Third time, well, third time was actually just a little bit after the second. You were born out of flash of inspiration, something I've never had before. And I made, well, I did what I always do and I made a gun. Right, right. And I don't know where, where it came from. It was like the bolt out of the blue. I just knew it. And I have been waiting to give this to you since the day you were born, quite literally. That's a long time. Like on the drive back from You've been the hospital. sitting on this that long. Yes, yes. Literally this long. I have, I have waited waited for so long. Well, what were you going to do if I never found out for myself? Just keep I it to yourself. Know. Be buried with it. I don't know <laughs> what I was going to do with it. <laughs> but I'm so glad that I get to give it to you. And he, he reaches into the truck um, and he pulls out a little wooden box um, around the size. Uh, you've seen these boxes. It, he he actually hand makes them. It's part of his like whole thing where like if people buy a custom made gun, mm -hmm. then he has a nice little box for it. Normally it's like engraved, but this is just a perfectly smooth, almost seamless box with no other engravings in it. And uh, he hands it to you and he says, well, I, I don't know what it means. All right but its name is Dianmu. 
Now, did you come up with that name for yourself? I don't know. Hmm. Same way as I don't know, I've never been good at making stuff like this, but same as the blueprints and the different ways and the, all the little bits and bobs I added to it came into my head, so did the name. All right. Um, and you open the box. Inside is a beautifully crafted, it almost looks like it would be ornamental. Um, silver and like shiny gunmetal. Um, it almost, it's almost reflective. Like it's mirror-esque. Wow. Um, of course, it can't be actually a mirror because we previously defined it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, but there are just little bits and bobs that kind of poke off of it. Um, a, a slim iron sight. Uh, by the way, this is exactly the type of iron sight that you've been using for years now. Right. Um, a little bit longer of a barrel than like, um, a standard six shooter would normally have. Mm -hmm. Um, but the moment you touch it, the grip fits right in your hand. Uh, and it actually kind of shocks you when you touch Ooh. it a little bit. Um, and you're not sure what that means, but it isn't the first time that you've been shocked. So you're kind of getting used right, to it. Right, right. And he says, well, what, what do you think? Daddy, this is beautiful. You, you made this for me. Yes, yes, I did. And he, he scoops you into a big hug and he says, Bev, I, I'm real excited for you, but I just hope that you stay safe. Of course, you know me. I know it's yeah. real dangerous out there. Right. right I'm well, more worried about the other the other boys. You know what I'm saying? Oh shoot! Well, well, you best take care of them too. Oh, oh I'm taking up your time. That's I, all right. I should, That's all right. I should leave you to your friends. You, they'll, they'll take good care of you. You know, you know the Pattersons. Um, I know. I'm, I'm only a little sad myself that I'm not going to be eating that dinner tonight. Would you like? I'm sure there'd be I, enough. I've got some orders that I've got to get done. Alrighty. But you, well, you have a good night, you hear? I don't know if I'm, I'll am be coming home tonight. I hear it's not safe after dark now, you know, about this, oh, so. That's that's fine. You're, well, I'll you're give you a call. I'll, right I'll let now. you know. You are, you are grown. You're out of high school. That I you am. You are. I I'm, I'm getting in your own, I'm too much in your life. I need to leave you to your own devices. <laughs> Thank you. He says, now you have, you have a good safe night you here. I plan to. All right. You, bye. All right. Love you, daddy. Yep. <laughs> he like kind of awkwardly stands out of his truck and he, he realizes he's not in it. And he gets in his truck and he's waving to you the whole time he backs down the driveway. <laughs> um, Mr. Winchester simultaneously being like one of the greatest gunsmiths on the planet, also being the softest person on the planet. <laughs> why um, Why did I, why was I close to crying when he was getting right? the gun? My eyes were watering. I thought it was going to happen. Why? <laughs> um, the rest of you head towards the house. Um, Sawyer, you split off. You can see down in the garden, um, there is uh, Bailey's mother, uh, Catherine. Um, you can see her. Uh, she has a tote in one arm. She is pulling a kind of like a tub trug. Yeah, that's an actual thing. Um, uh, behind her, trying to like struggling to get over the fence um, <laughs> as you kind of get closer. Uh, Catherine is the definition of like 
Midwestern mom, like <laughs> brunette hair, um, pulled into a ponytail, wearing she's wearing a visor, um, some ratty <laughs> old shirt um, that she probably got from like back in college, um, tennis shoes, um, no makeup because that would just be a waste, covered in sweat and dirt. Um, uh, but she sees you come down and she goes, Oh, thank heavens. Are are you one of uh, Bailey's friends? Uh, you can say that. Um, <laughs> you're, you're, you're Bailey's mom. Yeah, that's me. Uh, you can call me Catherine or Kathy or Bailey's mom if that makes you feel better. Um, I, I am so sorry. I, I'm a little bit rushed. I got a little lost in time. Would you mind uh, just picking some chives, some chopping some chives for me um just getting some some of the extra like herbs and spices out of the garden we're, if we're having potatoes can't have potatoes without chives you can't well you shouldn't noted <laughs> uh I'm, I'm sorry would you mind helping me over the fence you know what chives yeah. are right I, yes i, make I know i got it oh, and <laughs> go and um, help her yep uh you help her over the fence and she says i'm gonna carry you up to the house and help uh ma finish off dinner uh, uh just don't hurt anything Ugh. please this i wouldn't is... dream of it thank you you're a good girl um, and she kind of like limps and like pulls this so like, goes, huh, it's just filled with like zucchini <laughs> and tomatoes and just random fruits and vegetables up the hill. Uh, yeah, you head into the garden. Uh, it is, there's so many random fruits, vegetables, and otherwise in this garden. Like it's a garden, but it's basically its own small farm. Um, sure enough, you see over in the corner, she has a section kind of designated for different herbs and stuff. Um, in the corner next to the, uh, um, the actual fence post just on the edge, you can see, uh, the patch of chives that, um, she was probably referring to. Um, but as you head over to it, uh, kind of walking through this well-maintained, very orderly garden, um, you do notice something moving on the ground. Um, and as you look at it, you thought it was like maybe a field mouse or something, a vole or something like that. But it's actually, you see that the plants are moving. Um, in specific, uh, there is a, among the herbs, um, their leaves have kind of woven together and made a little ring. <laughs> it smells faintly of peppermint. <laughs> Still thinking that. <laughs> yeah, um, as you pick it up, what was originally part of the plant, the stems, the stems kind of just snap off, fold around, and you have this perfect little round ring of peppermint. <laughs> Fits like a glove. She's gonna do a little dance in the garden. Now, now um, just to just to clarify, this is a ring that fits on her head, right? Yes. Okay. Just for image just, sake, I like that. Married yes. to Continue. the Continue. No, it's a it's a ring. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. So you uh finish up chopping some chives, head in. Um. Dinner is delicious. Um. 
pork roast. Hold on. Gravy, Sorry to cut potatoes. you off, DM. Yes. But uh, Bailey was actually kind of waiting for Bev by the oh, door. Oh, yeah. Um, Bev, you head back up. Bailey's standing at the door. You can hear some bustling of like plates and glasses being set down. Some goes, uh, y'all want milk or water? Ooh, milk, 100%. Can it be chocolate milk? Oh, sorry, we don't have... Brown cows? No. <laughs> <laughs> he actually does, you can That's tell it's Bailey's dad. He does laugh at that. But yeah, you can hear the standard like pre-dinner banter. Um, but Bailey's standing at the door waiting for you. Uh, hi there. Uh, he, he looks a little bit sad. Um, and he looks up and he says, Now, I know that it's not really any of my business, but uh, what were you doing off with Crowbar? Nothing just, happened. Just you and him. Bailey, nothing happened. He was going to go get himself into trouble, and I didn't want him to get hurt. All right? There's nothing else there. Okay, now now tell me the truth. Are, are you interested in Crowbar? I'm just curious. And by doing so, he he unknowingly casts Zone of Truth. Yeah! Um, yes. And uh, as he's asking okay. if she's interested in Crowbar. Uh, I believe you have to make a charisma save, Ben? Yes. All right. Oh, my, I've never been so happy. I'm, I'm not I'm sure 100%. So I want to say charisma. Well, uh, not sure. All right, what's the save? I don't know how to do that. I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> Zone hey, of truth, you're, charisma you're save. Uh, 18. Are you right. a, your, okay, your spell save saves. DC is uh, Bailey. 8 plus your proficiency bonus plus your charisma modifier. Okay, yeah. that's 14. Fast math, you win. So, yeah, you. but you know that she has succeeded, so she does still have the ability to lie to you, so you know oh, that for no. a fact. Oh, no. No, I am not. Okay. Uh, sorry for prying. Miss That's Bev. all right. Uh, we can we can head in now, I suppose. Uh, yes. Af- after you, Sawyer he holds Blakely? the screen door open. <laughs> when it's in. time for Sawyer to come in, she's gonna come in very glamorously, very gesturing towards her head. Well, as look she at walks you. In. Um, Catherine does kind of look at you and go. Oh, thank goodness. The shot. (laughs) (laughs) Were you messing around my peppermint? No. Oh, no. The earth gave it to me. (laughs) You know there might be bugs in there. Now, Mrs. Mrs. Patterson, to be fair, she is very good with plants. I would not be surprised if they did just straight up, like, hand it to her on a silver platter. She she does walk up and kind of examine your uh, your headpiece now. She goes, "Well, maybe I just missed it. I mean, there's no way that you cut this. There's no. It doesn't even look. Are you sure this this isn't real plant? Is it? Nah. Um, and she said, "Oh, thank you. Well, at least you got the chives. Uh, we're just finishing up for dinner." Um, Milk or water? Water. Good choice. Water for me, please. I'll take some milk. You know. Oh yeah. Um, please. Do, do you guys have any chocolate syrup? 
No. We've been through this. I'm so sorry about that. I, I miss that. I'm sorry. I missed that part as I went in to grab my chocolate milk from upstairs. <laughs> I would just, I would just like to specifically make sure that I sit next to Jared. Oh yeah, of course. Hundred yeah. percent. Can I sit next to Bailey? Yes. Bailey sat down. Can I sit on the table? See, there are, there Bailey are sat enough. down before Bev, so to see what Bev would do. I if if Be- if Bailey could, he'd like to try to leave a spot open next to Crowbar and also next to me. So, <laughs> so basically, so so Bailey. In other words, there's you, then there's me, and then there's either on your side yes. or my side. Yes, indeed. And I'm I'm trying to see what Bev will do. If, uh, if that's possible. Well, where does Blair jump since it's next to Bailey? <laughs> Bailey sighs. Wait. Okay. I I I was waiting. I I see this and I I sigh a little bit and I sit next to Crowbar. Um. I kind of lean over to Bailey. It's like, hey, Bailey. Here. I can't. I can't actually lean this way because otherwise I'm away from my microphone. Now <laughs> what? What do you want, Crowbar? Bailey. I was just gonna ask if you wanted to switch spots. Why would you say that? Well, I noticed. I, 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 I get down a little. Well, I noticed. Flair is just grinning. <laughs> I, I noticed that there's a bit of disappointment in Bev's side when she sat down next to me, indicating that she wanted to sit down next to you. So I'm trying to be your wingman here, dude. You're not kidding. No, she I'm not that? kidding. Yeah, she did that. Aww. Didn't you hear it? No. Well, shoot. Oh, I'm and so I'm so sorry, guys. I oh, have to wait, I have to Bailey. be right back. Bailey, wait. You wanted to sit. You wanted to sit next to Bev. Is that what you uh, wanted? I, I mean, I cast there. message. <laughs> <laughs> this is a mess. I cast message real fast to Sawyer, and I go, "Stop being a jerk. Come on." Uh, uh I mean, uh. If there was seats open, I, it's I'm fine. Not... You're gross anyway, and I'm gonna get up and oh, hey gonna wait for Bev to move. You're the one with plants in your hair. There I'll could be bugs up. in that. I'll get up. I will flash a look at Sawyer. That's that's kind of like, come on now, leave him alone. Sawyer's gonna give a little wink, <laughs> and I'll sit next to Bailey. And Bailey kind of says, "I am so sorry about that. I did not do anything. It. I'm so embarrassed." I know. It's all right. I sit back <sighs> down. As far as you all can tell, Bailey's very red, by the, the way. The parents and grandparents watching. are totally oblivious. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, quote, the quotation yeah. mark. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, dinner is phenomenal. You can tell all of this is homegrown or locally sourced. Nice. Um, straight up. Anything that is a vegetable or earth-grown adjacent probably was grown grown here. (laughs) Look, potatoes aren't vegetables. They're starch. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) True. True. Um, Earth-grown adjacent. (laughs) Does that include milk? I'm sure that seems adjacent. Earth-grown. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think that's partial ranch. Anything on the planet. Well, no, 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 no. no. (laughs) Earth-grown adjacent, specifically regarding some form of plant life. So just clear. So not cows. No, you have a dairy cow. So the milk does come from uh, the Patterson farm, but um, the roast beef actually comes from uh, the Johnson livestock. 
Very important stuff here. Quality D and D play. Yeah, I, I just, you know, really wanted to make sure non GMO. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is it gluten free? No. Oh, no. Dang it. No, it's no gluten no is way. a necessity in this household. Um, gluten free meat. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. They add the gluten themselves. They they yeah. put wheat into the yeah. a terrible process. You have like seven needles they have to stick in different parts of the Oh cow. no. Oh no. Oh no. Um, this is too gone too far. Have, this is the real horror. <laughs> no, no, I'm technically a vegetarian. Not preservatives. <laughs> Wait. Grant Grant's a vegetarian? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's way healthier. Do I Alright. Um <laughs> uh, but they have Normally, Grant, you have to kind of like supplement your diet. With the vast amount of vegetables here, like you actually don't have to worry about whether or not you're going to get enough protein because, like, they just have it all. Everything's there. It is absolutely delicious. Rice has protein. Oh, yeah. We have rice. Broccoli. Uh, There is not rice. This is the Midwest. I didn't figure exactly. I'll have a lot of beans and protein. Oh, yeah. Beans and protein. Beans and broccoli. Beans and broccoli for days. Good old beans and broccoli. Um, I like how the one of the longest conversations we've had here is just regarding what food is there. Yeah. <laughs> These are the important things. Yes. Um, Pork chops but, and mashed uh, potatoes. Can you tell over, that some over of us dinner, are hungry? The conversations uh, vary vastly between like, oh, what do you all think that you're going to be doing? Like, um, now that you're out of high school, like, where are you going to go? What have you been doing? Um, they ask some very tentative questions towards Sawyer because they don't really know who you are. Um, <laughs> they've heard a little bit about uh, Eugene. Everyone's kind of heard about Eugene. Uh, Jared, they have actually seen some of your poetry. Um, oh, it was no. by complete chance. Oh, no. But they bring it up and, and ask you how that's going. Um, most of the conversation stems around Grant, Bailey, and Bev because they know who you are. Um, Meanwhile, Sawyer, Jared, and I just kind of form our own little unit. <laughs> it's a great time. Um, but yeah, it is It is a delightful time. And for a brief amount, uh, a brief moment, you can forget that you, Sawyer, that you almost got devoured by the void earlier this day. And you almost watched a boy who is now permanently traumatized for the rest of his life get just eaten by a thing without a head. Um... <laughs> And you all fall fast asleep that night, um, re- remaining at um, the Patterson residence. They have, it's a very large house. It's one of those. Um, There's oh, like 10 guest bedrooms. Yeah, where it's just real long, like just a real long house. They just um, own a motel. Yes, Beth? <laughs> uh, yes, Before we uh, oh. decide to go to sleep, I'd like to give a call to my dad and let him know that I'm staying here tonight. Oh, of course. Um, you pull out your razor, <laughs> your blackberry. Um, uh, yep, sure enough, he says, well, you, you have a good night. I will, I will. Now, I know that you're a grown adult, but before you make any decisions Dad. regarding, oh, well, I, I know, you know. I know, I, I could take care of myself, you know. Yeah, yeah. Now, but, but you just... You know how boys are. Dad. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know. It's. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait. Yeah, you, have, right. you have a good night. Good night. You Stay too. Safe. All right. Uh, keep keep uh keep Dion Mulanya. All right. I got it. You never know. I got Just. It. All right. All right. Now. 
All right. Good night. Good night. Um, at some point in the night I'll sneak into Jerry's room oh yeah it just happens Uh, before we go to bed I'll find Bailey yep Bailey's in his room have a room yes Yes, Uh, I do Bailey I'm just gonna let you know I'll meet you guys back here in the morning Um, my, my dad doesn't really trust me to be out nowadays so I'll meet you guys back later sure thing i'll let the others know i mean we do have a place here if you if you want to stay but i you better oh trust me i would rather do that but that's not an option so all right well go ahead i mean honor your father and mother i i admire that bailey bailey you would know that my mom's dead (laughs) did he say that well, but you would know you that would his mom know. was dead. Yes, but Crowbar didn't say that, right? No, 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 no. no that's just Drew's telling you that it's uh, yeah, that was And then true. he says, oh, no, poor, oh, no, Bailey. And then he says, or, uh, well, uh, <laughs> well honor, honor your father. Um, uh, I, I'm going to go uh, now. You can, you can go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, just, <laughs> I, I, I'll see you tomorrow. I, yep, and I Wow. Oh my! I, I get in my, I'll get my car and, and go home. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, Sawyer. Um. So wait. So do we have like rooms? Oh yeah. You each have an individual room. Guest bedrooms. It's a big old farmhouse. Rich farmers. Is there like a rug in the room? Yes. I'm gonna sleep on the rug. Doable. It's hand woven. <gasps> nice. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. As, oh, oh, watch out. There's a finger. I, I apologize. Real quick, before, just in case something happens, I'm going to take uh, Bev's bicycle out of my trunk, <laughs> and I'll just <laughs> lean it up against Bailey's truck. Strong Appreciate choice. That. Strong Thank choice. You. And, and um, before I, yeah, before I leave. <laughs> yes. Uh, you all fall peacefully asleep. For the first time in a long time, you don't have um, one of those weird dreams. Um, so that's a, a new development. Um, I'm also going to surprise you all by just throwing a real fast time skip at you. Oh, dear. Um, don't worry, you guys all live. Congratulations, oh, you cool. have lived through yeah. the night. We You're did it, guys. Guys, we have won. <laughs> we beat uh, <laughs> <but> now. <laughs> you guys wake up in the morning and all head to your respective houses, do what you would normally do. Um, and time passes relatively quickly. Uh, you all go back, you check, um, the, the, oh geez, I've lost words. Um, the, the tear in the factory, that's what it's called. Um, uh, it is closed. It is now just a normal wall of fog. Um, you walk towards <laughs> the end, you hit the back. You walk towards you the know. front. You're good. Like you do. That's <laughs> real I love here. that. <laughs> it's very human. Um, fog in a room, it happens. Um, uh, and without really any leads to go on, Crowbar, you managed to find um, Randall uh, after some convincing. Uh, you, you got nothing. He was just doing his normal jerkish self. Okay. Um, he was just being not a cool guy. Um, he has a couple more dents in him now than he did before because of crowbar-shaped dents. Um, but, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, t- 
time passes and the biggest thing that you guys notice um day after day week after week is you remember the statement that um mr patterson told you of uh the more you know of the in-between the more it knows of you um all those things that he mentioned um bev as you're sitting alone in your house your dad is in the shop working on things um you'll hear maybe a footstep or two or even one time you hear um the sound of a pistol hammer being cocked back uh jared while you're sitting in your room writing poetry knife on the table you can still hear the voices but now even more than that sometimes the words that you write down you're not sure if they're your own but then when you look and reread through it sure enough it's the poem that you wrote um grant as you're working those long hours getting ready for ag college um sitting on the porch studying up beforehand working on that business mentality um every once in a while the sound will just stop the cicadas will stop buzzing the birds will stop chirping there's no flapping of wings there's not a mouse that moves and you get this ever-present feeling that you're being watched um crowbar as you're in your um shop working with your dad um you'll be turning your wrench and a very similar thing will happen the noise will end and you'll just hear a single screw drop and just roll around the corner and when you go to grab it it's not there anymore and you question why you even have a screw in the first place because you're in a mechanic shop um sawyer you spend a lot of time in the next uh, couple weeks uh, kind of hanging out in your own little personal spot in that abandoned train car in the woods um you still look across and you can see the tree that fell um that had your name carved in it um it has now slowly begun to be overgrown by weeds and moss um but day after day um the animals become almost a little bit more friendly um you now see that there are birds that have made nests on your train car and around it the grass is evergreen um and you notice that your crown never fades it never wilts it never withers but there's just this eerie sense that some of these animals aren't from here they're not from nebraska and you're not sure where they come from or where they go and those nests that you see are gone in a day and bailey you're working late hours in the fields um harvesting fixing um pivots uh just doing your daily work but as the time approaches and the sun begins to fall and you hurry your way out of that cornfield more and more you can almost feel a breath at your back the sound of hooves um behind you and a smell this horrible smell of rot and decay that follows you up until when you step out of that cornfield heels just turn in dirt 
But the moment you turn back, nothing but the waving golden stalks. And this continues and progresses week after week until almost a month passes. It is now June, late June in specific. And you all are gathered at the town's yearly get-together. It's basically a massive potluck. Um, it has been going around in this town since way before any of you guys were born. No one's sure what started the tradition or why it happens. But just for some reason, around June, maybe 20th, some weekend in there, um, the whole town gets together and they bring food. Um, Grant, your dad is a big... Right now, he's, sure enough, running for mayor. Um, and so he is all in on this. It's marketing heaven. Um, <laughs> he has bought licenses to have um, big bouncy castles set up around the town. Um, but the biggest thing is he has single-handedly uh, helped fund one of the, if not the biggest event of the day, um, a baseball game where local members of the school, some teachers um, and members of the community um, can sign up and get uh, kind of voted in to play. Sure enough, uh, mm. your dad has bought shirts for his team that is uh, funded. It literally, the shirts literally just say your number. And then on the front, it says vote Johnson for mayor. And um, can, can I be on the opposing Yes, uh, you are the pitcher. Can I be on um, the specifically, team, uh, you yeah, you can be on the opposing <laughs> team. Uh, Bailey, uh, you are yeah. on the oh, other man. team from Grant. Jared, you are the catcher on Grant's team. Wait, wait. Yes, is Bailey on the mayor's team? Yeah, he's technically Grant? on the. He has the shirt. Vote for oh, <laughs> vote yeah, Johnson yeah. for mayor. Love it, um, love it. Jared, Jared is you are also playing on. catcher. Um, yes, Bev, if you would like to play, you certainly are almost definitely on Bailey's team. Oh, yeah. Um, Crowbar, I would assume that your dad, uh, your dad has helped with like the grill out. Um, so you can either be a part of that, you can be a part of the team. Same thing for Sawyer. Your mom is doing tarot card readings and fortune telling in a little booth <laughs> off to the side. Um, so you are all gathered there. Sawyer, so normally you wouldn't participate, but the baseball field is right next to the forest where your train car is. And so it's kind of hard to relax when there's just like a ton of noise. Um, so uh, I know those four are playing. Crowbar, are you playing on the teams? No, uh, but I probably would be like nearby just watching because <laughs> I don't really um, want to help my dad grill. It's a good thing because at one point in time, uh, the speaker system goes out and there was a big panic because the announcers, they did hire announcers for this. Um, the announcers couldn't do their jobs, but you were right there. Your tool, your tool belt is on, you reach in, you have all figured out what your specific items do by now. You reach into one of those bottomless pockets, pull out the perfect tool for the job, set to work, maybe 15 seconds flat, you've got this thing back up. And <laughs> Specifically, I am going to zoom in at a very, very important point in time. Bottom of the ninth. Oof. The score is set at 2-2. Two, two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're on second base. Currently, the count is two outs. Grant, you've oh, been pitching fire tonight. 
The only reason they scored two points was because they put in the relief pitcher. <laughs> um, just got to rest my shoulder for just a second. Jared, you're behind the plate, legs stretched out in a kind of old-fashioned catcher position. You and Grant, the dynamic duo, Ooh. are ready to go. Yeah. And then, Grant, one of a, a thing that has plagued you for years nightmares of this moment because this this moment has repeated itself multiple times no when codenamed big country no Lee patterson steps up to the plate that is definitely what the back of my shirt says big country um you hear that that walk-on song he's one of the only players that has a walk-on song (laughs) just like (laughs) the the, the steel guitar comes in. That, that was yeah. that was the um, that was the part of the announcer that fixed first. That's good. That's good. That was good. Um, and the announcer says, "And stepping up to the plate, um, the Patterson boy, big country." Bailey, Bailey, like uh, very calmly, like in composed, respectfully, just walks up to the plate, kind of leisurely, and then he he does the thing where he like twists his foot on the ground as cleat and like kicks it a couple times spits out his sunflower seeds to the right and then grips his bat tighter and and gets down in his batting position and stares down grant and oh oh yes i know exactly what to do and when he looks at grant and stares him down he's thinking about just knocking that ball he uh oh that was a bad choice of words. <laughs> no, no, stick with it, bud. Stick with it. <laughs> yes, okay. When he, here. When, he, when he thinks he's going to uh, knock that thing out of the park, he casts Searing Smite, which deals a 1d6 extra fire damage if if I hit, and it lights it on fire. DM. Yes. Two oh things. Yeah, Jared? One. As soon as he spits the sunflower seeds out, Jared immediately was gonna be like, "Hey, yo, man, are you gonna be the are you gonna be the one that's gonna pick those up? Because I ain't touching those." And did you not see that this was a baseball diamond? I mm. <laughs> listen, man, you're you all making a mess around here. I'm just saying, and someone's gonna be the one that's gonna have to pick that up. And I'm doing that mainly to distract them, because meantime, um, with my non-gloved hand, I and. Tell me if this would help him. Would a haste help Grant by any chance? (laughs) Grant, uh, what I'm going to be doing, uh, I will give you advantage with your help from Jared. Um, You don't even have to cast haste spell for this. Uh, how this, How this is going to work. I'm going to have you roll an athletics check with advantage. Oh yeah? Um, The number that you roll will set the armor class for the baseball. Mm. Okay. Uh, and then Bailey, I'm going to have you roll an attack roll versus that armor. And I give him advantage because I'm like cheering for him. I will That's allow okay. you to give uh, one of his rolls advantage. Okay. Sawyer gives disadvantage because she's booing. <laughs> Gosh, Sawyer. So, but you, how but many no one knows who you're booing. You're just booing baseball. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone's like, well, this kind of ruins it. <laughs> um, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. This is a source of pride. Yeah. Oh yeah. For years, I've been plagued by this uh-huh. man. So how far away specifically is am I from the plate? Um, the baseball, isn't it like sixty feet, ninety feet? 
I don't know. I think it's 60 feet. Depends on what kind of so, baseball diamond. Aaron, Probably 60. Yeah, how how far away am I? Yeah, that is a good question. Let me see. 60 feet, 6 inches. Uh, 60 us... feet, 6 inches? Okay, I, I, take, I, I, step, I step forward yeah. 6 inches. It's 60 feet. Okay, I step forward <laughs> 6 inches. And I pull up ball to my glove. I kind of look over at him, and I'm going to cast Command. I love it. To me, to Bailey. Uh, yeah. Uh, There's no. so much sabotage. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. I, I assume that over the time we've all just kind of learned what we're capable of doing. Oh and... yeah. You've experimented for the past month. Yeah. You guys are pretty <laughs> used to it by now. What in the world Bailey, do I roll? I would, I would need you to make a, uh, a wisdom saving throw. Oh my gosh. I really want. I really want Bailey to succeed in this. To be honest. I'm not gonna lie. That was a uh, wisdom. Eight yeah, that's a three. That's my charisma. Okay, you have to beat. Uh, you have to be a sixteen. Well, I rolled a ten. <sighs> my word is miss. All right. Um, your first, uh, your first pitch. Uh, what did you What did you get on your athletics? On my athletics check. Yes. I got a sixteen. Excellent. Um, oh, you wait, line up. Oh, yeah. Advantage. Yeah, 16. Yeah. Uh, Jared, you show him the count. You, you're like, all right, what what pitch do you want? Grant, you know exactly what you want. You're looking for three fastballs right down the middle. You, This is a contest of strength right now. And you look at him and you just go, miss. Just right down the middle. Bailey, you can't help. You hear him say miss. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you just look. I'm not even going to have your roll because you just half-heartedly swing the bat. I, I picture Bailey like closing his eyes real tight a few times, like opening him real fast, like kind of blinking real fast, real hard, and then kind of shaking his head, confused, and um, then trying to focus again. Yeah, and the umpire behind uh, Jared, which is currently Mr. Jones, the football yeah. coach, goes, Strike! Oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, he gets he, back down. Low. Easy there, uh, Dad. Jared, you toss the ball back. So I lost Searing Smikes. That's a concentration item. Oh uh, no, you still yeah. have it. Okay, awesome. Last up to a minute. Woo. I look at I look at Bailey again. And I line up the shot. I say, miss. And Wait, command again. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> uh oh. What? I also have the spell command. Oh yeah. <laughs> so do it. Would do it be it. possible, for the sake of story, if I attempted to cast command before uh, you grant? But since you said it first, we can roll a dexterity check to see who gets it faster. A, correction: Can you roll a contested charisma check? Because <laughs> it's speech. I like it. We cast it. Ooh, we cast at it at the, the same, same time. And it's never stares down the other. It's just whose will is stronger at this point. Yeah. Ooh, that's that sucks for you, bud. What am I rolling? Just a Dang. charisma check? Just charisma. I rolled a 17. I got a 17 on die, which would bring me up to a 20 Juan. Uh so Grant, your your spell goes off first. Bailey, uh, I'm gonna need a charisma save from you. A wisdom okay. save. Okay. Or wisdom save. save. My bad. Wrong, wrong spell. Throw. That's oh, wasn't saying okay. That's a fourteen. Not that, not is not enough. Dang. Um, Man, on the shoot side, off another one. 
on the side, Grant, uh, all of you know this because you know the Pattersons a lot better now. Uh, Bailey's grandpa doesn't really leave the house. This is one of the only times a year that he does. <laughs> so, um, so he's straight up like, hey, don't do this in front of people. And we're just yeah, and he's sitting at each front other row he's right behind the umpire. <laughs> yes. And he he sees you go miss the second time. The first time he thought it was just banter. But you see his like piercing, almost silver eyes from behind the behind the umpire. And he just looks at you, says something. Uh, Bailey, you oh, are no. not affected by the spell. Oh no! A counter spell? Uh, it's a dispel magic. Okay. Oh, okay. So we still have to roll then? Uh, yeah. Uh, what is your athletics check? Ooh, uh, that's really good. Athletics, strength, uh, 27. Bailey, oh, can you hit a 27? Gosh. Why? How? Did you get a 29? Uh, I do not die. I have a plus five to strength and then I'm proficient in athletics. So I get my this, plus three. Which which check is this? You're rolling uh, this will be in an attack roll. An attack roll. Oh, okay. This might happen. We'll see. Uh, and I'm using my bat. Okay. Okay. I'm so, why am I so nervous? It's, it's baseball it's, is can an he, intense. Can I give? Can he get the advantage on this you one? You can give him advantage on this one. You see Bev in the background, just past Grant, uh, leading off second base. She just gives you a thumbs up real quick, and you're like, "I gotta do it." <laughs> <laughs> well, I rolled a twenty-three, which is pretty darn close, Oof. but not gonna cut it. Not quite. You swing. Uh, turns out Grant's uh, got not only a mean fastball, but it's a moving fastball. You see it come straight down the middle, right as it hits the plate, just goes whew, <laughs> just right under the bat. You uh, hear uh, the coach behind you go, strike two! <laughs> oh my gosh, can I cast Hunter's Mark on the ball? I will allow this. Hunter, so that would give me uh, advantage, great. right? No. I don't or how does that work? No. If you hit, it will add damage. No, it just adds okay, damage that's good. if you hit. That's fine. But, I, I but, also well, see, Grant, Grant, you you can't have both Hunter's Mark and Searing Smite. Oh, okay, I won't cast Hunter's Mark because Searing Smite is way cooler. Um, Bailey, you hear a voice uh, from, from behind you. Uh, you hear your grandpa's voice, and he says, Swing the damn bat. <laughs> I'm trying. Um, I don't know question. what's happening. Senor DM, uh, yes? how far is Bev off the plate? Ooh, that's a good question. Bev, how far off the plate are you? How confident in your running skills are you? I'm pretty confident in my running skills. I'm okay. not too far off. I just um, want to make sure Bailey can see me. Okay. Uh, you think that if you were really fast, you could get a pick off. Okay. But it, I'll, I'll you know, try. Bev, it would be real tough. I'll right. try it. I'll try it. There's nothing wrong to try. Um, so, Grant, for this, since uh, Jared is helping you with the pitch to home, it'll just be a straight um, athletics check. Uh, Bev, I will have you your choice. You can either roll a dexterity save or a contested athletics check. Whatever one okay. is better for you. Let me see. Okay. Twenty-two. Oof. All right. Let me see. Let's see, Grant being the best roller. 23, (laughs) 23 athletics. Straight up, you whip around lightning fast, 
throw to second. The the uh, second baseman is ready for it. But Bev, you see him turn, and just right before the glove tags you, you get your hand back on second. You stay. You give him. You're like, uh, uh, uh. I give you like the coldest stare known to man. I'm so sad right now. Can I? You're Ow. definitely having a conversation after this game. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, Mr. D. Hold my glove up. If, if I may, Mr. DM, at this point, yeah. I will go from standing like towards the side of the field to over to the stands and like sit somewhat near uh, Grandpa Patterson. Excellent. Now, um, okay, for the for the sake of the story, because this would definitely happen. So when when Grant, when you turned and threw to Bev, you turn back around and Bailey is making his way towards the pitcher's the pitcher's <laughs> mound. Quick question. Walking, walking with his bat in hand, not like oh, threatening, wow. but like not threatening, yeah. but just furious. Yeah, yeah. So you come uh, over to me. I come over to you and I What's look up, at Bailey? you and I, I say, now are you using mind tricks and things during this game? Because if you're doing that, that's not that's that's not okay. I mean, there are people watching, I, but I don't, it's I don't, a fair I, game. Where's your where's Bailey, your source Bailey. of sportsmanship, Bailey. Grant? I uh, thought you were all about it. I'll, okay? I'll put my glove up over my mouth so they can't see what I'm saying. Um, but I'll also just kind of like look at him and kind of assess how much time he has left on his searing smite. Has it been more than a minute? Uh, no, because no? I want wow. this to happen. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> then I'll stall and I'll just hang out for just a second. Oof, bold. Uh, Bailey, it's not hard to tell. You can you can tell. He's is stalling. it clear that he's cast that? Like, oh, uh, you can kind of tell. His hands are red, maybe a little too red. There's some smoke. And I'm angry. Bailey, what's the problem? See, no, you and I—we've done this for years, man. Uh, you hear Just Coach Jones from behind you go, What are you doing? Uh, get back in the box! Bailey, Bailey, I will have you disqualified. Bailey looks right, at Grant again and says, Now don't use any trickery. You hear? And he, go, right. and he stomps no, back to the back. No trickery. And I'll slap his butt as he goes. You're oh, Bailey, right, Bailey. Bailey pauses and he clenches his fist and you see it smoking. <laughs> And he just sighs and goes back to the plate and stares Grant down for the final pitch. No magic for this one. No nothing. These are just some straight rolls of the bench, boy. Okay. Right. So I'm uh, rolling an athletics check. Yes, indeed. What's the uh -oh. save? Uh-oh. No, what the heck? So what is it? First one was a three. And the second one is a natural 20. I can pull the camera over if you want to look. No, no, Although, no, I believe you. But see, the thing is, oh. Bailey so still has would, a chance because yeah. yours is a check. His that is would an be attack a, roll. That'd be a 28. So yeah, Bailey rough. Patterson, you need a crit. Yeah, okay, so Bailey rolls a... Uh, uh, Bailey, you do have advantage from your grandfather. I did roll twice. Aaron. And that, that was a... Uh, that was a night. Yeah, Jared. Aaron, so you said I didn't have to cast haste to help, right? Yeah. So I didn't have to cast haste to help. No, no, no. Um. Could would haste for some reason just just out of benefit help the Patterson boy at all in this situation? <laughs> I'm gonna say hundred percent. Oh come on! <laughs> now. Okay. Why is against what me? is that? What me. does that mean? <laughs> what is that? What is um, that mean? advantage? You can roll a thirteen time. So Bailey, what did you roll? So I rolled a thirteen on die. With totaling up to totaling up to a nineteen. 
13 yeah. on dot. Okay, that's not how math works. This is an attack roll, right? Yeah. So what's your strength? Three. Okay, and now you also had your proficiency because it's an attack roll. Which is three. Which is three, so 19. 19. Yeah, 19. 19. Oh, shoot, I thought he said 16. My bad, I was doing (laughs) bad math there. Um, I know D&D. As soon as he he readies up for bat, I just say something kind of under my breath towards uh, towards Bailey and I go. So wait a second, Jared, you were casting haste on Patterson? Yeah, I'm casting haste on Patterson. That means that he's not giving the help action to you, Grant. Yes, I'm gonna need oh. one. I'm gonna need one more roll. Well, wow, so that was dirty. Technically, technically his first, first roll was a three. Was a three. I know, I know. That's why I'm saying I don't. I don't want to just take this away. I'm gonna give you one last one. I just you say, sir, Aaron I, really wants this. I say, I say <laughs> to Patterson. You've done this to me. I say to Patterson, <laughs> I go. Now let's keep this interesting. All right. <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> Okay, oh which die goal? Okay, 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 okay. How many of the trails? I'm so <laughs> hurt right now. Like, oh, my heart hurts. Okay. Okay, okay. So, 14 Gosh. plus 8 is 22. Nope. No. 22. I, I had a 19. I'm going to roll. So... Grant, you know how your grandpa you. said to not cast spells? I hate <laughs> Grandpa. Yes! <laughs> wait, um, I didn't cast a spell. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, he, he didn't cast a spell. You did before, though. Oh, yeah. Um, did he? Oh, no. Bailey, he casting you a spell? totally missed this. Like, you mm-hmm. see it. Everyone, everything is in your favor. You mm-hmm. swing, and you're like, I thought he was only throwing fastballs. Why is this a curve? Like in your mind, it's mm-hmm. all breaking. You feel a push. No. You're not sure from where. <laughs> <laughs> and mind you, it was complete luck. Because I rolled a I rolled a D4 because that's what guidance does. <laughs> you exactly no. hit a 22. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, Bailey, can you please roll damage for me? Oh my gosh. Oh no. Okay, what was the bat? That was a D8 two-handed, so give me a sec. You Just know, one moment. I almost feel bad for Grant now. No, 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 this is so I good. don't. But see, but see, here's the thing. Almost, because this is really just poetic justice. So poetic that, justice? I did nothing wrong. Because you oh my cheated the cheating in the first two rounds. <laughs> that Siri, is... Cat, here's Siri the thing. Bailey, Bailey was using magic to help himself. You were using magic to make him do worse. He wasn't trying to make you do worse. He was just it's trying to make so himself do better. I like how, I like so how this is just <laughs> terrible. But we're all like, yeah, no, screw you, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> You're rich. You don't get a complaint. <laughs> thought for just a moment for the first time in my life I'd beat Mr. Bailey Patterson in a you baseball You totally game. should have too. So everything that, was in my favor. So that Top is a uh, <laughs> That's that's a that's a 13 damage and also um watch mojo. Now the baseball needs to make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> so question. I think it so fails. uh what all what all no, are you doing to this baseball? <laughs> 
Yeah, so basically with uh with Searing Smite, uh it deals a one extra one D6 fire damage and the and causes the target to ignite, ignite in flames. And then I guess it says at the start of each of its turns until the spell ends, the target makes a constitution saving okay. throw. So maybe that so determines whether or not it all stays you're on fire. Is standard damage and your searing smite damage, correct? Yes, yes, okay. yes. Have you ever played Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games? You know how like Mario, when he hits, when they're playing tennis, when his, he uses his super, it just ignites the tennis ball. That's what Bailey is yes. doing. He's just like supering um, the baseball. So you swing, your mind, you're you're totally missing. I have to, I have a page for damage counters as to how far the ball goes. Wow, <laughs> get to the right page. Grant, we literally, that was probably like five minutes of D&D gameplay, just figuring out how to make Bailey hit it. <laughs> I feel bad, but also it needed to happen. No, 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 it's so worth it. This is, this is, this is just poetry also, in motion. Also, I feel like this was actual like therapy for DJ oh. and Grant as human beings, really. They're getting out their frustrations towards each other. Yeah, honestly. You know? See, this is just real life. This is me always being second to Grant. Oh, come I on. finally got oh, it. Oh, now, oh, Bailey, please. you hit the ball. Can I make a point real quick? Yes. Real quick. A, a creature within five feet of me uses, oh. Uh, never mind. I thought they had just. I thought they also got uh, doused in flames, but I'm wrong. So you can. No, you, you do. Jared, 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 Jared So Jared is not fire. on fire. That's yeah. what I thought it said. Now, You're Bailey, good. you hit the ball, but it isn't as far as you would like. Uh, oh. it gets just a little over short stuff. Ooh, ooh. So there's still a chance. We can strike him up. Bev, come on. It's up to you now. All right. All right. Now you Come can either. Back. Now you know for a fact, the next batter. The next batter is Grandpa Patterson. Devin. Devin. Devin, Devin oh barely knows how to hold a bat. Much less swing at a Johnson. Right. Pitch. Right. If you want this game to go into overtime, it won't finish because you can see. In the distance, there is a massive thunderhead of clouds. Mm. You can, all of you know, a storm's coming. Right. Bev especially. Mm-hmm. Or. They need a run. You can try to score this point. Ugh. I need you to roll an athletics check. Yes? No, that was me blowing oh, on I my dice. I thought you were waving on your hand. Nope. I didn't see your dice. Nope. Yeah, blowing I need you to dice. roll an athletics check. All right. So she has to get from second base to home. To home okay. on okay. what should maybe be a single. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Oh, natural 20. Come on. Whoa, whoa. No, no, it was a 19. So, go so, off. Um, 22. Bev, you have never been scared of Grant Johnson. He threw that to bring you back to second. Your leadoff was a, even a little bit farther than before. <laughs> you were almost already to third by the time that the ball left his hand. Mm -hmm. Now you saw Bailey swing and you knew Bailey wasn't gonna hit this, but by some sheer chance of God, just the tip of his bat manages to clip it into left field. And it starts on fire. <laughs> it, it is smoldering on the ground, which gives you just enough time to round third on the way to home, the, slide. the, uh, I definitely the outfielder slide. bobbles it, 
because it's literally on fire. <laughs> um, Jared, you're there, you're waiting for it, and you see Bev steaming towards you. Um, even with care. the 22, oh. I need you and Jared to roll contested athletics checks to oh, see God. if you can oh. knock the ball out of him with your right, sliding right. to home. Side, side <laughs> note, the catch lands right in the glove. He goes for the tag. Side note, while they're rolling, I did actually realize, theoretically, Crowbar actually would be really good at baseball. Oh, I'm, I was expecting- Oh, I'm sure. Uh, I was Sawyer expecting no Bailey to divine smite. All right. I was expecting some big hits. Oh yeah, yeah, what did, geez, what did Bailey could have done that. I don't know how to one, play a paladin. One second, one second. <laughs> one second. Yeah, because theoretically, in a way, I could have used, quote unquote, deflect missiles. What does divine smite do? <laughs> So you, you just have even to more get damage. Hit. Oh and so really, I, I would almost like take it, but like hit it Burbar with the Jones bat. is a master of getting hit by the pitch. Oh, that would have yeah. added a lot of damage. I should have done that. Yeah, it could have added like 2d8 <laughs> damage to it. For those of you who don't know, I actually do love baseball. It's like one of my favorite sports to watch. Baseball is that great. I will actually watch, and it's for this very reason, because my heart is pounding right now. <laughs> You're such a dad. You're such a dad. And it's great. Yeah, you have the mustache. My, you have I'm the baseball. Where's my Where's my KC Jared, hat? Jared, how are we doing? I'm just hold on, hold on. I'm not finding the thing I'm looking for. I'm sorry. One He's second. looking for a way to escape this issue. I don't Jared's suppose role playing as DJ right He's now. I don't suppose I could cast a spell, right? <laughs> Man, I don't even know what I cast. Let's see. Um. Hmm. <laughs> Can I cast? Do I have a chance to cast a spell? I can cast command again. No. All right. Oh, too fast. You're still recovering Grant is from going that off smoke the rails. The pitch. <laughs> this is this is your moment. You can you got, see Jared, your, Come on. The worst part is that you can see your dad sitting just dad? to the left oh, of no. the of the um, oh geez, of the pit. Hey Bev. And just watching. <laughs> hey Bev. Hmm. What's a 22 do for you? 22. Uh, 21! <laughs> you slide in with all the force that you can oh, muster. No. Yes. Jared, for the first time in your life, you're a football player. Bev scares you more than any time anyone oh, else yeah. you've ever been tackled by. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, She slides in. You plant the tag. An explosion of dust happens. The slide, you can see, Bev, your hand is just touching home plate. Or it would be if underneath it, there wasn't Jared's glove with the baseball still inside. Oh, yes. Immediately, the crowd erupts and then is almost immediately silenced by a massive crack of thunder <laughs> that comes from the, the thunderhead that you thought was a little farther away and is now almost exactly halfway over the baseball field. So you just oh, wow. thought you could insert a scene from Twilight and we wouldn't notice? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that movie, so clearly Twilight must be There's, very good they, because the I thought of this myself. The vampires play baseball. <laughs> baseball. Baseball. <laughs> during a thunderstorm because they hit so hard. It's oh, the I do remember that. It's the only thing that can cover that. the yeah. sound. Yeah, no. Oh, oh yeah. baseball. It's a new sport. Halloween, what do you baseball. know? Baseball. Hey, guys. Oh, speaking of which... Eh, I'll tell you guys after. It's exactly um, <laughs> but sure enough, uh, the uh, the umpire at home plate 
looks, he sees the glove, and he goes, <gasps> yeah! I go tackle Jared. <laughs> um, and oh. then uh, the announcers announce, uh, yes. obviously, bottom of the ninth. You guys are cheering, but the, you then realize that it's still a tie game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. no. Tied 2-2. Two, two. Wait, so uh, that means bottom it's the top the ninth. then, right? Right, um, no, 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 sorry, never mind. Uh, but the, the announcers call, they say, uh, hey, everybody, sorry. Um, we're going to have to call it here because a storm is coming and it's going to be a bad one, according to the satellite and whatnot that no one actually believes because it's never right. That's true. Um, but everyone kind of boos as it's happening, but they totally understand because they also know and they all <laughs> politely applaud um, the teams line up um, and do their little like good game thing. Um, when Bailey passes hands. Grant, he he actually he's grinning a little bit. and He says, "Nice pitching, still hit it though." And then he keeps walking. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, to slide that in there. <laughs> uh, and it is there as everyone slowly begins to leave uh, the surrounding area. They drive back home. They take their leftovers, whatever remains of them. The um, bouncy castles begin to be deflated in the background. Um, and you all are kind of sitting on the hoods or in the beds of your respective vehicles. Um, Bev, your bike was leaned up against Bailey's truck, so you're sitting on the hood of his car because you don't have a car to sit on. Right. Um, and as hey. the storm rolls over the baseball field, you all begin to talk, and that is where I'm going to end episode three. Hey. That was that was oh. very fun. That was so fun. I'm so had... upset. I was so close. Oh, yeah, man. you think you're upset? I was cheated out of a You cheated. You I cheated. Cheat. Yes, <laughs> you did. Resources. He cast You cheated. Smite. Hey, I cheated. Did not hey. cheat. Yes, you did. I do agree with Bev. No magics. All I'm saying no, is Crowbar, Crowbar magic is to help yourself you is different from magic to sabotage the other person. That's the cheating. real winner here no. is Jared. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, great. Jared that wanted to said, keep it ba interesting, and we kept Bailey, it interesting. Uh, Bailey tried to help himself, and it barely even worked at that point. That's a good point. Sabotage, Wait. plus you had advantage the whole time. So yeah. like, I know, he also I know had advantage the whole time. Not the whole I know time. this won't happen in-game, but I just love the thought that at the beginning of next game, the opening batter will be Devin. If if they start the inning, of course, which is just a wonderful thought. I mean, but the story will over, but so I, if if something real weird did happen, like somehow Bev managed to get onto third and Bailey made it to first, I was ready to put it up to Devin. I was, I was so excited to watch my pitches. Imagine if he was so excited. Like it, he was like, like excited. Yeah, he was like, this I know is that my you're chance. my mentor and my idol. But now you're my Today, enemy. I will do my best to defeat you. I was, yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> I was going to say at that point, Crowbar would sub himself in. <laughs> just be like, oh, it just it would just be just like swinging. It'd be like Devin, let me. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, anyway. that's yeah. yeah, that's where we're gonna end um, tonight's <laughs> game. Thank, uh, thank you everyone for stopping by. Um, I hope to see you next week. 
as we uh, investigate a little bit more into the town of Rock Creek. Wraps up today's episode of Tabletop Twilight. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Speaking of Halloween and stuff like that, Grant, or not Grant, uh, Ryan is going to be DMing a uh, one-shot for us on November 2nd. That's the first Monday after Thanksgiving, or my goodness, after Halloween. um, And that will be in place of the normal paper dungeon. I have an official name for the one-shot now. What is it? Since this is pre-recorded, Will this be after the one shot? Let's yes. see. Possibly. Oh. So uh, thank you everyone hey, who stopped everyone by. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Since, yeah, thanks for stopping by everyone. No, actually, to... I think it'll be the Wednesday before, maybe. The Wednesday no. right. This is episode yes. three. No, no, yeah, no, it'll be after Halloween is this weekend. Yeah, be after yeah. Oops. So thanks everybody for stopping by and watching. If you haven't, go watch the VOD. It should be up on YouTube anytime soon. Uh, yeah, that should be super great. You can, anyway, Ryan just came up with the name after it. After it. It's been a running, it's been a running thing <laughs> the entire time. It's take, it's so long. <laughs> I'm so bad with names. <laughs> Ryan, oh. can we know the name? I know it's already out, but I I'll tell you to the break. Everyone else can go watch yeah. the VOD. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See you next week or whenever next week's stream, everybody. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, everyone wave. Guys. Thank you for listening to the Between the Rows podcast. If you liked what you heard, check us out on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for our main campaign. That can be found at twitch.tv slash thepaperdungeon. You can also check out our merch store on our website, thepaperdungeon.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope to see you next time, Dungeoneers. So long.